Everybody want to be a bodybuilder, but nobody want to lift no heavy ass weight. Muscle Talk, featuring Jimmy the Athlete Sadik. Yeah, buddy! Hosted by Dane Hudson. And hello, hello, here we go again. It's the voices of Jimmy the Athlete Sadik and Dane Hudson bursting out of your speakers for another episode of Muscle Talk. Thanks so much for your support. We're getting hits right across the world, Jimmy, and all of you are sending us in questions, so please keep them coming. Whatever time it is and wherever you are, we don't care, on the way home from work or in the gym, having a protein-rich post-workout meal, wherever you are, welcome to another entertaining and informative episode of Muscle Talk. Now, we'll touch on a killer training method to grow like a jack in the beanstalk, and with summer just around the corner, Jimmy, we'll find out the best way to train abs. Jimmy's going to tell us all about it. We'll cover that and a whole lot more. Plus, we're going to speak to the brother of the inspirational Ziz. His name is Chesbra, or Sayed is his real name. We're going to have a chat to him. The Ziz products hitting the markets. Everyone in the world was inspired by the great Ziz. So we're going to touch base with Chesbra and learn about how he trains as well. We're also going to touch on sleep. Do you have trouble sleeping? Now, we all know how important sleep is to muscle growth, so we'll teach you how to combat that. There's a little supplement you can use that'll give you some good quality shut-eye and make sure you grow some serious muscle. Now, on the topic of some serious muscle, Jimmy the Athlete Sanic, a very big welcome to you. Hello, mate. What's happening? Not a lot, buddy. We've had some technical issues, but I think we've passed it now. Yeah, I think, we've, uh, I think we're all right. Dick Smith's just left his, left his tools in here, but we're all right. Hopefully, everything is hunky-dory now. We start with some good news regarding Creatine. Now, Jimmy, we know the importance of creatine. It's you know so good in all ways and shapes and forms, but it's one of the most efficient supplements on the market. It's proven. That's what we like about it. But it's also been shown to increase our lifespan. Recent research, which involved giving creatine to mice, found that the mice that had creatine had a 9% increase in their lifespan than their fellow four-legged friends that didn't. So whatever you do, please keep pumping that creatine, two to five grams of creatine before and after your workouts. Now, Jimmy, last time I told you I was so sore, you pulled out your famous quote, did you go to ARC? Well, mate, this time I've been ripping into some maximum overload training, which is being made famous by bodybuilders like Dorian Yates and Skip Lacour. It is such a good method. I've been doing it all week. So basically... Only about two working sets, um, about three or four different exercises. But you absolutely blast it. You only do about four to six reps. But you and I posted on Muscle Talk this week, muscles are like children. If you don't teach them, scare them and discipline them, they'll never grow. Now, you told me you weren't a fan of the maximum overload training principle, but I absolutely love it. I love getting to those low reps for some serious pain and growth. How come you don't like it? Before I answer that, mate, I want to know why you like it. I like it because it kills. It burns like nothing else. It's like you're staring the devil in the face. You know that you've only got two sets, so you're giving it 100% energy. What is not to like about it? I want to know, with the four to six reps, why do you like it so much? Why do you only like going to four to six reps? I like it because it's something different. That's what's good about it. So you and I did back the other day. We did about, oh, well, 10 sets of chins to start our uh, workout. We used a lot of volume. A lot of volume. But it's got to be good to change it around every now and then, six to eight reps for some serious growth. Mate, I'm not saying – I'm definitely agreeing with, with you there. 
you can put maximum intensity into it. It also requires a lot of mental focus, mm. which is probably why I don't like it. <laughs> no, well, it, it does require a lot of focus, but the good thing is it pushes you and your, your strength comes out of the woodworks, which is good for you know muscle growth down the track. Correct, but to a point. What I found with the Max OT training principle was, mate, in all honesty, to use it at 100%, you need a training partner for one. Yeah. So they, they, you have to be reliant on somebody else. Two, all the famous bodybuilders you mentioned in the intro speech to this all finished up with massive injuries. And three, you have to be switched on to do this training. So whether you have a bad day at work, whether you haven't, if you've got any drama in your life at the present time, if you can't switch that off, you go into the gym to have a bad workout. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, I've been doing it and I'm sure you still recommend it even for two or three weeks. But for everyone out there listening, if you need a change, it seriously works. Have you ever done it to the point where you've done like three or four reps, Jimmy, in your in your career? I'd do that basically every single workout I'll do that, but it'll be at the end of a pyramid set. It'll be at the end of the exercise. It'll be once I'm already warmed up after I've pyramided on a heavy bench press or something like that. I'll go knock out four to six reps of three or four sets on an incline press or something like that if I was doing chest. Cool. Well... For those of you that aren't quite across it, basically the maximum overload training principle is, say, with chest, you might only do three exercises, be it bench press, incline press, and then dumbbell flies. And the, the idea is you do one, what they call a bit of an acclimation set or a warm-up set, if you like. But this is not an ordinary warm-up set. It's not 20 reps. Instead, what you're doing is only 80% of your maximum amount of weight that you can lift for only about three reps. And then you only do two sets, but you do it four to six reps. So it absolutely tears your muscle, if you like, instead of exhausting it like you might have been doing for the last three months. You might have been supersetting everything, but instead you're only hitting it really, really hard for three to four reps, and you're only requiring half the amount of exercises and reps and sets to do it, if that makes sense. It's a great change, and we recommend that you try it. Good positives out of that workout are, if you're short for time, mate, you're not going to spend an hour, an hour and a half in the gym. You can knock out a solid, heavy session in about 30 minutes. So if you're short for time training in your lunch break, give it a go. Mate, Dane likes it. I'm not a fan of it. I prefer higher volume, but I've got a lot more time during the day as well to train. Muscle talk. Now, be honest. How do you train your abs? Do you always punch away at them with high reps or, you know, do you do low reps or whatever? But Jimmy and I both agree that abs are just like any other muscle. They need to be trained with variety to get size. And so banging away with them, you know, the same exercises and rep ranges, it's been proven to make no difference. We stumbled across a study. Now, this is interesting. Researchers from a university in Ohio in the US have gathered two groups of male and female subjects. One group has done a body weight ab workout for three times a week, three sets of 20 reps for all exercises. The other group has done it six times a week. And guess what they found out? After the 11-week experiment, both groups had the same amount of strength. So the group doing it three times a week had the same amount of strength as the group doing it six times a week. So there we go, banging on with the same 20 reps, you know, uh, three times a week or four times a week or six times a week. Is it going to make a difference to strength? So use the rope and get some weight on it. I'm going to ask this question to you. How do you train your abs? You've got a good set of abs. 
Well, mate, I train them by ropes. So I get on the rope and I make sure I do about six to eight reps and, and superset it with a lying incline sit-up with a kettlebell behind my head so I can really use that weight to crunch in and flex them hard and really make sure I get a proper burn. Quality, mate. My, my favourite ab exercise is the rope crunches as well. I'll probably do those at least once or twice a week, either before or after my workout. I won't go lower than 15 reps, and I'll go as high as 30 to 40 reps a set, probably doing three to five sets of them when I do them. Otherwise, mate, when I'm usually training by myself, I'll just do a set of 20 crunches, 20 leg raises in between sets. So my workouts are non-stop. So I'll do a set of whatever I'm training, I'll do a set of that, of that exercise, I'll get straight down and do 20 crunches, get up, do the next set. It's good. It's used as more like my stopwatch. And, of course, you uh, mix it up as well with heavy weight as well so you can really get those abs sticking out. Well, I've got the smallest waistline in the world. I'm not a big fan of weighted, uh, weighted exercises. Bar the rope crunch because you can really tighten and, tighten and flex your abs as you're doing the contraction. I can't afford to grow my waistline anymore. That's true, yeah. But I, in I saying it. that, with the rope crunches, it gets the abs thick. So whether, whether I'm a lean 100 kilo or if I'm an out of shape 120, you'll see my abs all year round. That's right. And that's what I love about you. So obviously it's the combination of the high reps, which is good, but the low reps that you do also at other times of the year. Yeah, I'll use the high reps in between sets during like the warmer months, just like a maintenance thing, okay, when I'm in the lower body fat. But when I'm trying to just get that thickness, trying to get them to be popping, that's when I'm, going, I'm doing the rope crunches. Great. Love it. Muscle Talk. Now, sleeping dramas. Declan Broccoli, he wrote on our Facebook page, Muscle Talk Facebook page via www.facebook.com slash Muscle Talk Australia. He wanted to know about sleep. Sleep is obviously very important to bodybuilding, Jimmy, because without sleep, we don't grow. Very true, mate. It's, sleep's probably the most anabolic compound you can use. That's it. And so what we're trying to do is get at least seven to eight hours sleep. And if you can sneak in a little bit more, that'd probably be a great idea. But there are some supplements that you can use. The best one we've discovered is melatonin. Now, if you can't sleep and you're excited all the time, like Jimmy and I are always, constantly texting each other, ringing each other, saying we've got a new topic for muscle talk or a new guest who's just confirmed, whatever it is, melatonin is what we recommend. It's a hormone produced by a gland in the brain when the eyes are exposed to dark. So you increase your melatonin and it slows the body down and prepares it for sleep. It's a great idea to be taking this round about, we'll say, a half an hour to an hour before bed. 0.5 to 10 milligrams of melatonin is the best in order to get enough sleep. So, Declan, that's your answer, mate. And also, I noticed your surname, it can't be your real surname, is Broccoli. Well, there's some great news regarding Broccoli. Hungry Jacks will now sell Broccoli. It's almost like... I don't know, a Palestinian selling a Jewish handbook. Doesn't quite make sense. Why anyone at Hungry Jacks would want to sell healthy food, I don't know. But it's good news for us bodybuilders, Jimmy. Yeah, mate. If, if you like your greens, if you need your greens, I use a keto diet a fair bit, which is just mainly fat and protein. So to throw in a few greens here and there for fibre, it means you don't have to pack them. You get your chicken from Hungry Jacks, throw in a little bit of broccoli, ask for some avocado, you're laughing. Oh, how good is it? It's brilliant. And the best thing is, if you're ever out and about and you can't get a healthy meal, there's no excuses. You go to the convenience store, you buy a tin of tuna, you go to Hungry Jack's, you block your nostrils so you don't get that, you know, that beautiful fat smell and you're not tempted to cheat. You buy the broccoli, you quickly run out of Hungry Jack's, 
You put your tuna and your broccoli together, and Jimmy, what have you got? Mate, in all honesty, I was running out of Hungry Jacks. I've got a burger. <laughs> all right, well, summer's around the corner, so we need to be getting lean. We'll be doing an episode dedicated to how to get ripped very shortly. But there you go. Hungry Jacks selling broccoli. What next? Muscle Talk. Now, if you've ever logged on to a computer in your life, you've stumbled across this guy. You are in jail, bro? You are, bro? Fuck, I'm sexy. I'm fucking fuck. This is the jaw of the gods. You are, bro? You are? Yep, you guessed it. That's the inspirational Ziz who at some stage has inspired everyone to pick up a dumbbell and get into the shape of their life. As you know, Ziz tragically passed away recently in Bangkok. His brother, Sayed, a.k.a. Chesbra, is dedicating his life to keeping the Ziz dream alive. And he joins us now on Muscle Talk. Sayed, a very, very big Muscle Talk. Welcome to you. How are you going, mate? I'm going brilliant now. First of all, Protein of the Gods, how's it going? Well, since as this passed away, I've, um, I've spoken to the guy who was in charge of running the Protein Flowers, and I've assumed all responsibility. And at the moment, the guy is actually in the process of also making a pre-workout. It's, um, it's just in the trial testing at the moment. It's, it's called God Mode, and um, that should be released really soon as well. But at the moment, what I'm doing is all the proceeds, all the money that's made from... As a business from Protein of the Gods, where half of it I want to donate to charity for the Heart Foundation. Great. And the other half I want to, you know, build a memorial for as. So. That's amazing. Yeah. And now, Ziz, he inspired people all over the world to get into the best shape of their life, including you. Oh, definitely. Like, I'm proud to say that, you know, he was, you know, one of my main inspirations. And, you know, it's just, it's amazing what he's done in such a short period of time. Like, he's reached on people. Like, he's affected tens of thousands of people all over the world. And this whole Ziz era, it's just, it's it's changed everything. Like, you can walk down the street now and you can just point at someone and you go, hey, do you know this guy called Ziz? And, you know, 50% of the time people will be like, yeah, I've heard of him or I've seen him. It's just, he's had such a big reach on people and such an impact on people's lives. Oh, he's just, he's an institution. I mean, oh, definitely. words like Myron, Jelly, come at me, bro. These phrases were made popular by him yeah but um they were originally from a bodybuilding forum which mean him frequent called bodybuilding.com yeah right and the sayings come from the misc forum and what he's done is you know he's taken the sayings and he's <clears throat> he's put it up in his videos and he's gone around saying these things and it's just it's like a phenom- phenomenon you walk anywhere and you hear kids going you mire and come at me bro it's it's just turned into like a huge thing you know not just in australia but all over the world yeah, and aesthetics is probably the most used word on social media. What does aesthetics mean to you? Well, if I were to like put a definition to it, the way me and as saw aesthetics, it's um, appreciation of the beauty of the physique, male or female, an eye-appealing physique that's perfectly proportioned and symmetrical. And aesthetics is just you know the word that we used for it, and as popularize that word today so everyone's going around saying it whenever someone wants to compare like the physique to someone else or if they want to say you know how good your physique looks they always refer to oh how's my aesthetics look or is my physique aesthetic so it's just i don't know it's really funny it's just taken off in a really really weird way but um it's good like the reach it's had on people and you know i'm so proud of him as an older brother like it's amazing what he's done for like everyone all over the world 
Exactly. And now anyone who's seen a picture of Sayed knows he's an absolute machine too. Don't worry about that. You were at the gym tonight doing some uh, chest and tries. Is that right? Um, yeah, I was actually. I was um, also, I had um, that pre-workout I was telling you about. The, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Just trialing it out, seeing how it is. Had an awesome workout. Smashed chest, um, did a bit of tries at the end. And um, yeah, and I was, like I said, I was wearing, um, every time I'm training now, I'm wearing um, this singlet. Like me and the boys, what we've designed is um, we've made a website selling these singlets, tea bags for guys, and in the process, we're making of, um, we're in the process of making crop tops for girls. And right. what it's got is, um, it just says he's on it, it's got a picture of him and his famous uh, tattoo that he had on his chest says Veni Vidi Vici. And like I said, I, everywhere I go, especially the gym, I love to rep it, so I always wear that singlet with me. Great. And now I've read something from you saying you're going to have the best physique. It's stereosonic. Is that what you're training towards at the moment? Oh, undoubtable. This is all for my brother. Like, without a doubt, I will be the most shredder guide stereosonic, and I will have one of the most aesthetic bodies in honour of as and to make him proud. I'm smashing myself, like, living and breathing bodybuilding at the moment. That's all I'm focused about. Great. So tell us all about how Chespra, or Sayed, as your real name is, tell us all about how you train, what you eat. Tell us all about it from the second you wake up to the moment you go to bed. Well, every day is sort of like, it's a routine. Like, as a bodybuilder, a lot of people can understand where I'm coming from. When um, when I say that, you know, we don't have breakfast, we don't have lunch, we don't have dinner. We have meal one, meal two, then we have our pre-workout, then we have gym, then meal five, meal six. It's just, it becomes a routine. Like, at the start of it, it's it's very tedious, it's it's very tiring. But when you start seeing good results, you just develop, like, a really, really big passion and a love for and it. And once you get in the routine, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I can't picture myself not smashing my six meals a day. I can't picture myself not in not in the gym five days a week. It's just something that I've become like accustomed to and me and Az, you know, turned it into a lifestyle and Az was the one who made this lifestyle popular. And so how do you train? Low reps, high reps? How do you do it? Well, everyone's different, but the way I was, I, well, the way I am training at the moment is um, I do low reps. Yeah. So Four to five, five to no, six, eight to ten? Six, six to eight. I've conditioned my body to train six to eight and ideally that's when I see the best results. As was a little bit different. He did a higher rep range. He went for about 8 to 12. Right. You and your brother are famous for being lean. You could cut cheese on your abs. Uh, tell me, carbohydrates, how many would you eat a day? See, everyone's different with this as well. Um, a lot of people think that, you know, if you eat carbs, you're going to put on fat, you're going to put on unnecessary weight if you're cutting. The truth of the matter is, you can still eat carbs and, you know, be reasonably lean like... I have around 200 grams of carbs a day or less, but what I do is, you know, you've got to keep the carbs clean. So I have sweet potato, yeah. brown rice. For breakfast, I have oatmeal. Just keep it clean. As long as you're keeping the diet clean, you can definitely have carbs in your diet. With that being said, everyone's different. You know, you've got your ectomorphs, your mesomorphs, your endomorphs. You just have to go with, you know, what your body's, what your body works with. Like, everyone's different. I know people that will do a keto diet no carbs at all, and they'll get better results. Yeah. And, then got your, and then you've got your poor endomorphs who even look at carbs and they put on fat straight away. Yeah, that's so it, yeah. Everyone's different. And now what about cardio? Talk us through your cardio routine. Um, surprisingly, me and us never did cardio, never really stepped foot on a treadmill. Yeah. I guess, you know, in a sense we're lucky because we're ectomorphs, mm. and as an ectomorph, it's, you know, it's very easy to stay lean. Even throughout winter, you know, as would be eating, you know, Nutella, just cookies, ice cream, anything. 
And the guy was amazing. Like, he would just eat whatever he wants and still have a sick back. Everyone's different, like I said. I mean, if a lot of people do, you know, do need to do the cardio to cut up for the summer, mm. if they, you know, do decide to lean out. But, um, yeah, Mina's just, you know, never really felt the need for it. Yeah. Any plans to walk on stage anytime soon? <laughs> I've always wanted to. Maybe if I put on a little bit more weight, I'm at the moment about 82 kilos. Yeah. I want to get to about 84, 85 lean. Yeah. If I, if I can do that by, I'm not sure when the competition dates, I think they're around, I think they're already competing around now, so I think I might miss out this year. But Yeah, but definitely for next year, maybe. Hopefully next year, it's, it's definitely on my to-do list. Great. Now, um, before we let you go, we'd just love to get the details in order to buy these products and the singlets and stuff. How can we get them? The website is still a work in progress. Yeah. The people that have gone in the singlet so far has just been close friends yeah. that we've um we've had them produced. But um in about a week's time it'll be set up on um on a private website and I will advertise that website on my fan page for people to buy the singlets. Great. Well uh Sayed, thank you so much for joining us on Muscle Talk. No worries, mate, thanks for having me. Thank you. Stay aesthetic, bras. <laughs> That's it. That's Sayed there, the brother of Ziz, who's dedicating his life to keeping Ziz's spirit alive. Muscle Talk. Well, that's it for another fun and exciting episode of Muscle Talk with Jimmy the Athlete Sadik. I'm Dane Hudson. There's a little bit of athlete in all of us. We'll catch you again next week. Until then, train hard, eat well, and we'll chat to you then. Bye. Muscle Talk.